you are listening to an episode of Back Row Movie News. The podcast name and scope has changed. It is now the Broken Record Podcast, uh, but you can still enjoy the past episodes of Back Row Movie News on this feed. Make sure you follow uh, the Broken Record Podcast or Podcast Broken Record. Depends on what social media site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on future episodes. What's going on, you guys? Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Back Row Movie News and What's the Deal? A series in which I take a quick look at a minor or not so well fleshed out character in a movie or show that I like. Today, it's more. In Solo, a Star Wars story. That was awful. And that's right here on Back Row Movie News. Welcome to the Best Seat in the House, everybody. I'm Chase Coupo. So, Maul. Maul, who started out as a very simple, one-dimensional villain that appeared in Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Known as Darth Maul at that point, he was the apprentice of Darth Sidious. Darth Maul engaged Jedi Knights Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi on the planet of Naboo. Darth Maul was able to kill the master, Qui-Gon, but he fell to Obi-Wan by the blade of Qui-Gon. He was presumed dead until he returned in the animated series Star Wars The Clone Wars. His unyielding anger and hatred gave the dark side and the force within him enough power to keep him alive. He willed himself to live through being cut in half and transported to a trash planet, more or less. He was found by his brother, Savage Opress, uh, Savage, and returned to his home world of Dothamir. His mother, Mother Talzin, healed him using her dark side magics. He was fitted with cybernetic legs and he lived on. Initially, Darth Maul was hell-bent on revenge on his old, uh, old foe, Obi-Wan, and former master Darth Sidious, and that did end up propelling him through the rest of his arc in uh, the Star Wars canon. He used his prowess and his cunning, which was hardly displayed in The Phantom Menace, and some of that brute strength that was displayed initially to take control of some of the biggest crime syndicates in the galaxy. He formed them all into a, a collective called Death Watch. He ascended to the throne of Mandalore even at the height of his power, and that's before Lord Sidious launched an attack on Dothamir, and he came and physically removed, uh, he, he fought Maul and he beat his fucking ass, and he killed his brother Savage Opress, and he killed Mother Talzin, and he nearly wiped out all the Night Sisters, and he, uh, you know, most of the Night Brothers on, uh, Dothamir. Basically, everything from all came crashing down in that in that short time period. Darth, Darth Maul suffered great loss, which only fueled his hatred and revenge initiative even more. And when he was overthrown on Mandalore, actually by Ahsoka Tana and by Republic forces, his next appearance in canon is why we are here. He's seen in Solo, A Star Wars Story. He has a brief cameo at the end of the film when Kira splinters off from Han and friends to move up in the chain of the crime syndicate, uh, Crimson, uh, Crimson Dawn, pardon me, after her boss, Dryden Voss, that rhymed, dies at her hand. She blames his death on Han Solo and his mentor, Tobias Beckett. She has a Zoom call with Maul and he summons her to his base of operations before the film cuts to more important things, like the end of the actual story. Th this cameo, it was exciting for several reasons, one of them being that we, we know very little of what Maul is up to at that exact point in the timeline. I think they found a great way to tease more Maul because last time we saw him 
was running away from captivity by a clone battalion and the next time we see him is in Star Wars Rebels when he's trapped on the uh, planet of Malachor. It was presumed that Maul, I mean I would, I presume that Maul's chain of crime syndicates, you know, Death Watch was like uh, s split up, you know, like, like a boy band or kind of just went off on their own own shit in his absence. It was years between his appearance in Clone Wars and then his Rebels appearance. And uh, and Solo kind of slots nicely between those two. Maybe it's a little it's a little bit closer to Rebels. So for him to pop up in Solo as the head of another powerful organization, Crimson Dawn, it raises a lot of questions. Uh, how we got there exactly? Uh, even though we did see we did see him back on his bullshit in Rebels, but we don't we have very little info on how. And it, uh, his appearance in Solo is a huge piece of the. Nothing is set in stone, but it is rumored that Disney and Lucasfilm do intend on having Kira, Maul, and Crimson Dawn return in the Disney Plus Lando show. So, Maul still has some screen time coming in the future if these early rumored plans come to fruition for the Donald Glover and Billy D. Williams-led live-action Star Wars show, uh, the Lando show, coming to Disney Plus probably 2023. I don't know if they gave a release date. But, uh, but yeah, so that is Maul in, uh, Solo. I mean, tell me, do you give a fuck about Maul past his appearance in The Phantom Menace? Did you know we survived? I mean, do you ever get nervous? Well, that about wraps it up for today, you guys. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. In the meantime, you can go subscribe to our YouTube channel, drop a comment down below. Let us know how you feel about today's content or anything you want to bring to the discussion. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at News for updates on upcoming videos coming to you guys. And also, you can visit BackRowMovieNews.com for news updates from this guy, Two Thumbs.